everybody, and welcome to Between Plays, Stock Market Strategies. And once again, we are here with Crypto with Alex. How you doing, man? Amazing, Al. Amazing because we nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yes, absolutely, 100%. And for all of those that are wondering, uh, so we were talking about um, the pre-Ethereum merge, about what was going to happen in the Ethereum merge. And uh, we were talking about, you know, going from a proof of work to a proof of staking. You know, it was like, you and you made like a little bit of a joke, you know, about that. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to put that up, do a short reel to put, you know, you nailed it. because Use Ethereum as a company type of thing. Yeah. You're going to say they're not, obviously, because the SEC is going to go after them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them? Right. Lo and behold, a few days later, the SEC started looking at it. So great call out. Great call, man. Great call. And you know, let's just um, let's just go over this a little bit here. So I don't, you know, uh, maybe let's back up and let's start, you know, with you know the macro environment now and what's going on in the macro environment because we will get into that whole SEC thing. But I think that uh, you know we're looking at um, stock market crashing, possibility of it going lower. We're looking at real estate, like uh, you know, and it started with the Evergrande, right? That's where you know we're getting hints. Not over. At- it's no, not over. not over. No, no. We're getting hints that you know it mm-hmm. was it was going down, right? And then you start seeing um, pictures in uh, in China that they're like just you know taking down all these huge condo plexes that were supposed to go up, but there's just just too many built and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you know, even in the Canadian market and stuff like that, like the real estate boom is now a real estate bust. Nothing is moving, you know. I know some real estate agents, they're just, their phone stopped ringing. It's almost like a light switch, right? Or, you know, a faucet, you stop the water flow, like the money flow, it's just, it's just gone. Yeah. Well, what do you think about this for the whole macro and how is it, you know, how, what, what, what is crypto going to be playing in that? Well, today we're Wednesday and in what, a few hours, uh, the, the Fed's going to, going to talk right now we're, while we're filming this. So when, it, when it's going to come out, probably the Fed's going to have made their decision. Uh, so everyone's waiting for, for how much he's going to put it up, you know, the interest rate yeah, by how many basis points. And mostly also, uh, what is language? What is his language? Is he going to be hawkish or is he going to be a dovish? But, um, you know, in Jackson Hole, uh, the Fed uh, chairman, uh, he was uh, very, very, very uh, direct. Uh, usually these people, they, they, they make huge speeches and you have to read between the lines. This one, it was a uh, pretty crazy uh, direct, you know, uh, the only thing that they want to do is to fight inflation pretty much. Right. Yeah. So uh, all the, everything else, if it goes, if it goes down, oh, well, right. It's the uh, lesser of two evils. And that includes uh, speculative uh, stocks. And uh, right now, crypto is very much speculative. And uh, anything that's called, that's not Bitcoin, that's in the category of uh, altcoin is uh, even more speculative. So you can imagine that uh, there's so much down pressure that even if you have such a big news, which which is and was the merge, um, it's going to bring it down anyways, right? Yeah, well, you know, that's absolutely true. And, um, you know, a lot of these, um, the, the stock market, you know, it'll go up a little bit and then it'll just come right back down. And, you know, I think it was about a year ago, um, in an, I was in an interview and I had said that I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and this, I think it was around the TSX was around 21, 
or 20. And I was saying that, you know, according to history and stuff like that, when I did the whole bunch of um, verifications, I was going, I think around 21, five. And I, and I think we're at 19 at that point. I was like around 21, 21,000 points that it would just, you know, 21,000, 22,000. It was just going to start going down, maybe going to 16,000 points. Um, and then if anything's underneath that, it would just be like, oh, we'd be in a really bad state of affairs. And I was watching um, on Kitco um, in an interview where this gentleman was saying that, you know, he's looking at like a sell-off, you know, in the macro environment in, in, in order to, to adjust, I believe, what is going on. I mean, what is your take on that? Well, I think uh, it's pretty obvious that uh, during the um, the COVID crisis, uh, there was a lot, a lot of uh, easy money. Oh yeah, a lot of easy money. Yeah, and jeez, um, uh, I hope they, they they knew that inflation was going to come because of it. I mean, we have all these PhD degrees. I mean, yeah, I mean they were printing. I hope they right? teach I that mean, at it was just like there. chink, 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 chink. I mean, I get it though. I mean, what? There was there okay. I would say what choice did they have, but I mean there are there were choices, right? It was either you allow all the business to stay open, people wear masks, mm-hmm. you know, and we deal with you know with it as best, you know, instead of shutting down the economy, shutting down the world, you know, as as what occurred. But I mean, you know, they they went with like let's stay home, and I I, I think that there was more to it than just um, fighting off. Um, the COVID, right? I honestly believe that there was um, sort of an experiment also within that realm, which is, you know, um, what happens if everything stops moving? You know, how much does the CO2 go down? How much does this, you know, will, you know, marine life and animals, will they come back to, you know, and they did actually get some numbers from that. There are numbers that they did take, which means that they were prepared to take those numbers. Well, remember that famous whale that, uh, that went to the all the way to the city of Montreal, right? Yeah. Remember during the because there was no more uh, there was no more uh, maritime uh, traffic. So I don't know, is it caused by that? I mean, it was the first time in fifteen thousand years that there was a whale that came all the way to Montreal. So it was a weird coincidence. Exactly. But, uh, you're right you're right and 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 you know the saint lawrence river was always known for having thousands upon thousands upon thousands of beluga whales you know and there's hardly any left you know so so yeah i mean there have been studies we have seen things like that instance where you have a a big whale like right you know i mean not a beluga whale like a whale whale right but a massive tail right right in the same Lawrence River, right in montreal and you know and and then there's all those um so yeah they printed money like crazy they printed money like crazy they kept people home and i think that they you know they did have choices but i think they said look we need to see what happens also we can fight off the covid by doing this we'll print and that's it so yeah inflation i mean they must have known right so we haven't seen the bottom here. We're still looking at like a sell-off. I, I, and I think the, I think they knew, I think they're, they're smart people. I think they had to do it because of uh, the health issues and everything like that. Yeah. They had to, you know, they had to keep people safe. And, and also they had to, uh, 
inject money into the system, but they know that as quickly as they injected money, they have to get it out, right? Or else we're going to, uh, I read this book, uh, when, when Money Dies, it was uh, basically a um, documentary, not a documentary, but a, a work done on um, on uh, the uh, post uh, first world, world war uh, in Germany and uh, the effects of hyperinflation. Mm. And uh, I was reading it and then uh, I was looking at what's going on right now. And it's pretty crazy because it was, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting close. I mean, the only difference is that uh, the U S dollar is a um, reserve currency, right? Which was yeah. not the case with the, the, the Deutschmark back then. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that I think they're scared of, of going down back down that path. And they're, they're quickly trying to take care of it. And the last time something like that happened, was in the seventies, right? With the, uh, when gold just went balloon towards the sky, yeah. um, because there was too much inflation and then Volcker decided to put it up and interest rates were at 20%. Could you imagine that? Yeah. That was like around 79, 81 or something. Like yeah. That. And we're like, we're, we're, we're pretty much into it right now. So the question is, is he going to do a Volcker and, uh, jack up the, the prices, uh, like crazy or, uh, is it, is he going to do it, you know, incrementing you know all the time up and up every uh yeah incrementally yeah yeah well yeah he could he could definitely be doing that um but you know i mean there's so much so much other stuff now to take into account like um this new technology um and you know look you know we go way back You've been talking about the cryptos for a very long time. And, um, you know, with Bitcoin in the beginnings, I, I didn't understand it. Uh, you know, I still need to do a lot of more research on, um, on, 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 crypt, on crypto itself. Uh, and I, I got myself a nice little book here. I, I had seen uh, Elon Musk walking around. It was a picture of Elon Musk with his hand. I don't know if it was digital, digitally like fix so i'd be that it was like this book right over here like uh, cryptocurrencies and uh, to explain everything but you know uh, i was listening to it and uh, to, to people talking like on kitco and stuff like that and 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 other and other places i was just listening to these people talk you know that are into into the crypto world you know and you know our conversations and stuff like that i mean ethereum you know basically tokenized um assets mm -hmm. it tokenized assets and you know do you think that maybe in the long run uh, ethereum especially becoming a proof of stake you know even if the sec does state well because we don't know we'll leave it up to the lawyers right but do you believe mm -hmm. that ethereum in the long run may be able to surpass bitcoin okay so here's the thing right now right price uh, price went crashing and more so than Bitcoin. Okay. You know, let's you want to let's get uh, yeah. let's share a screen on that. All right. Yeah. Let's share a screen on that. Hold on a second here. All right. Do you see that there? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so we have over here in 2021, we had this really beautiful high of 5,829. All right, so go ahead, say what, tell, tell me what you're thinking. 
So I'll just go back, uh, you know, for the last month, you know, the one month. Uh, so let's part. do the one month. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can see, right, it was going sideways up, if I can say so. Yeah. And then right at the merge date, okay, that's when everything just went down, right? Yeah. And and that was a classic of, uh, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. And sure. that's what the part where the people got to be careful because uh, the big boys, when they play this game, you know, uh, they, they hear all these things. Yeah, the merge is fantastic. And it is fantastic. And it's going to be fantastic for the long term. But, you know, the small guys, they're, they're thinking, oh, this is a game changer. Now, uh, at the date of the merge, everything is going to go like hyper, you know, high. Everything's great, you know, and uh, we live in unicorn and, you know, beautiful, uh, you know, a world that doesn't exist in the sense yeah. that the people that have the money, they see that as an opportunity to go, I'm going to sell the news. Okay. Yeah. They, um, but the thing is they want it to go down, right? They want it to go crashing down so that they know themselves that it's a fantastic news that the merge is great. Um, that's for the long term, but they want to get in at the right time at the right price. Yeah. And if they get it crashing down, then people are going to think, Oh, this, this thing is over. Finally. You know, I thought that the merge was the, thing was the event and look what happened it went crashing down so they get discouraged absolutely and that's the classic of buy the rumor sell the news right classic and the big boys are, are into now uh to, to the crypto and, and it wasn't like that before before no. it was only you know the the, the the tech guys or some 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 people you know buying and selling these coins on on the internet right it wasn't yeah. uh, there wasn't any institution buying absolutely it's a different game yeah, it was a it's a dig, digital guys, you know, nerds. Uh, and want to say you said it. Well, nerds is a great thing. I mean, uh, my my one of my favorite all time shows on TV is The Big Bang Theory. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking for I'm actually waiting for that to go down in price so I can buy the hard copies and uh, mm -hmm. and have that up, uh, you know, inside here so I can show it to my kids because, listen, my whole life I've loved tech, and uh, you know what uh, I think that. Um, the days of uh, revenge of the nerds. I think those days are long gone. Those, I don't think those days will ever come back again where, you know, uh, you know, you, you had a certain class that was like better than the other class. I think that with this world that we're in today with digitization, the internet computers, Apple, Samsung, all these, you know, uh, you know, satellites and, and binary codes and cryptos. I think that the, the nerd, the nerd world is, uh, is a very popular one. And I, look and, at the video it, games, right? When we were kids, you know, the not everyone played video games, and it was, it was the nerds. Now, if you don't play video games, right, yeah. and you're not good at it, then it's uh, you're like a social outcast. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah. That that's that's the whole other world of like um, online gaming. Uh, you have these huge competitions at millions of dollars, you know, and and, and exactly like I grew up Atari, you know, Commodore sixty four. Uh, playing all these types of things and Nintendo uh, and and yeah and you know when I was a kid I probably was classified you know more of a nerd that took karate but uh, yeah and you know what today it's a very popular thing and I don't use the word in in any way uh, to demean but actually uh, people should be proud of um, of being smart everybody should be proud of anything anyways doesn't matter what you're in right doesn't matter if you're uh, a jock it doesn't matter what it is you know everybody's got a skill set and that's what i tell my kids too doesn't matter whatever you're good at 
just be the best at it. It doesn't matter Absolutely. what it is. Just to, yeah. So, so let's get back to this over here. And um, so, so do we believe that Ethereum, you know, will be, you know, could it possibly be going up from this, from this point? Well, absolutely. When, who knows how low, who knows? Um, now it's in Canadian. So uh, I usually try to follow the U S dollar um, price because it's, it's easier to follow there. So if I put it down in the U S dollar price, yeah, US right dollar, yeah. so I think the other thing also is that we're talking about macro with the fed and, and everything like that, but let's not forget we talked about in the past uh, until it changes. And maybe this event was uh, the beginning of a new type of cycle, but the Bitcoin cycle decides um, when prices go up and when prices go down. And and it started going down when you see that that big spike there uh, in two thousand, just before two thousand twenty. Yeah, November. That's when that's when Bitcoin started to um, to go down. That was the peak in Bitcoin. Yeah, November. Okay, that's the six, right. The sixty nine yeah. there. That's right, November. So the they decide now. Here's the thing. I mean, the, the Bitcoin cycle technically um, would end uh, in November, starting November. It could be different this time and then we can get into it another time. But um, and it's closely linked to right to the merge, which was this year, obviously in September. So the next four years, right, is it going to be more September, November? But I think what's going to happen is that since two big events happen near each other, I think it's just going to put more. Uh, emphasis on the fact that you know this cycle in all cryptocurrency is very strong and it's here to stay um you know it's, I, like, I, it's like breathing right it's like yeah, well, yeah. You, you breathe in breathe out that's that's how the cycles uh the cycle worked when you look at it the long term here on your graph right it's like a small spike then calm up back up so it's it, it almost looks like uh, you know those uh in um in the hospitals there you know the scans go chick- yeah 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 it's a bit saying, like right? that and since it's so young, right, the, uh, the cycle itself, um, there's, it's more rapid, like a baby, you know, when a baby breathes and you look at the, uh, at the lines there in, in the hospital, yeah. you think, my yeah. God, his heart's going to stop or something, right? Yeah, because it's going so it's, quickly. It's going so quickly. Yeah. That's the same thing with, these, um, with this market. Um, yeah, it's highly volatile. We went over that before. Yeah, yeah, it's highly volatile. And, you know, the more I look into the technology, um, with Ethereum and, you know, uh, Bitcoin, all this kind of stuff. I, I, I believe that some have um, their place um, in the new history with the metaverse and everything that's coming, coming out. Uh, decentralization also of the internet. Um, and also, which I thought was very interesting is that um, because places like China um, are not uh, interested in Bitcoin, they're not interested to have these decentralized type assets. What I thought was a very interesting way of looking at things was that if the Americans adopt a decentralized type, well, a system, let's just say a system, okay? They, they adopt a digital system, all right? Um, that allows people from all around the world to be able to trade easier and of course, naturally, the Americans would, you know, quote unquote, own it. All right. <laughs> okay. It allows like all these other countries that have a hard time to, to, to get cash or whatever, or to trade or something. It facilitates even in like all these other countries. And what we're talking about, like with Ripple, basically, 
it just facilitates trade. It facilitates, you know, um, going from one country to another to 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 to, to exchange your money. But you know, whereas you know, in China, they're like, it's our money. It's this. It's that. You know, and we were talking about the fact that it was funny because if you get it from China, because there's no, you know, they don't give a crap about kickbacks or whatever that, you know, they're, they're you know, a, whole, a boatload of U.S. dollars sh show up over there. And then that, you know, adds to more money in the system that the Americans have to somehow, you know, eliminate from the system in order to add its value or else inflation goes up, right, which is what's happening locally. So you have this whole world that's just transforming. And I think that for people to not understand that cryptocurrency, digitization of the of the US dollar, I mean, to not understand that it's the future and that these other players have a place in it, I think it's, um, and I use this word and with utmost respect, is just ignorance towards the system and where we are going in the future. So you brought up two points um, that I want to touch on. Uh, the first one, I'd like talk about it more right now. And then the second one, if you don't mind for another episode, you know, talk about more in depth of uh, Bitcoin and uh, the, the, the how, how exactly the fact that you can take it, take that money and put it in your pocket and go somewhere else with it, right? And especially in moments of war, like North America, we're really lucky, but you know, in Europe right now, they're obviously in war and uh, in the east Eastern part of it and Ukraine and Russia. And uh, some people, you know, they can't take, they can't even take you know gold with them right they're too scared of, of getting it stolen or whatnot so yeah. that's where uh, we're going to get more into it why i think specifically bitcoin is is the best for that and but the, the other thing i want to talk about right now is ethereum i mean um right so i sent you an article about uh, gary uh gensler of the sec saying oh look at this i mean most of the nodes and most of the activity with like a lot of it is in, uh, is in coinbase is uh, based in the uh, United States. Therefore, uh, Ethereum is ours, right? Yes. So that's yes. huge. So that's, that's that means that means he's saying it's ours. Does he does he say I want to destroy it, or oh my gosh, this is a uh, you know the cryptocurrency uh, market or the crypto? I don't like saying cryptocurrency, but the crypto market is you know a trillion ish. Uh, it can go to ten trillion. It could go to who knows how how high. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, I'm not a betting man, but I'd be able to bet on that, that he wants it to be, obviously, he wants it to be uh, legislated. Like the market space where you got like $100 trillion over there. You know, you got like $100 trillion that, Yeah, I, I want a piece of that There's action, a lot of right? growth potential here. Yeah, and I want a piece of that action. I can't just let it go like that and then we don't collect anything on it. I mean, that would be completely ridiculous and I totally agree with them. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, they're using up, you know, U.S. energy. They're using up U.S. infrastructure when you think about it. Yeah. And so he's saying, listen, uh, you, you got some stuff from being in the United States. So you, you got to pay the pipe, pipe piper, you know? Yeah. And um, so so that's the thing, right? And that's what I want to get back into uh, Bitcoin eventually. Why Bitcoin is completely different for the rest is he's saying, uh, Gary's saying, uh, well, uh, you know, ETH is a security, right? Because as we said before, he basically said exactly what we're saying. He, and he didn't come up with it just like that, right? He just wait, waiting for the right moment. And his yeah. speech when we're talking about that, it was during the day of the merge, right? 
Yeah. So it's not as if this is something that's not important for to them. No, you know, they, they created a huge conference the day of. Uh, and um, so basically he's saying that staking is dividend, yeah. right? Like having stocks. Yeah. And a coin is just a fancy word for stock. Yeah. So stock ownership. Yeah. So, you know, oh no, you know, all those, uh, those people, you know, on YouTube saying, yeah, no, it's different. You know, it's a new web, you know, all these old people, they don't understand it. They're, you know, they're dumb, dumb, you know, they get ready for, you know, the future, you know, no, we're not, we're not, I mean, that's not, we're staking, you know, we're, we're helping out the company and they're giving us the money back. We don't need to pay taxes on that. But what do you think shareholders do? Right. That's exactly what we do. I mean, that's exactly we put the whole in money. point. Of the share, that's why they're that's, giving them dividend. That's right. So exactly. and they're not reinventing the wheel here. That's what that's what the, the most important thing. They're not reinventing the wheel. No. And and that's what you got to be scared of, of these things. Like you, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit younger than you, but I was trading back in the day of uh, investing more. Yeah. Uh, back in the day of the uh, the Nasdaq bubble, right? Yes. And the same stuff was being said back then. Is that yes. we're reinventing the wheel, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, the, the technology is different. The technology is different. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. But how they are rewarding each other where public can put in their money. This is not reinventing the wheel. It's exactly what we've been doing. It's the same thing. And same then thing. all those, and, and all those bad apples out there that are ruining the crypto market. Um, they're just using the old Ponzi scheme thing. Right. And why are they using it? Because it's not regulated. Yeah. And they can get away with it. Yeah. And that's why I keep on saying regulation is so important because it gets away. It can, you know, weed out some of the bad apples. Yeah. It's, you know, are, it's, they're just it's, destroying it for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, a lot of people can be like, oh, well, you know, it's great to have deregulation. Yeah, but at a certain point, depending on how serious you want to take it, you know, things are get regulated to a certain degree, right? We have. So to, here's my example. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about cutting off. No, but no, I just no, want no. to say it's, all good. Go it's, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, we have kids, they play soccer, right? I mean, we played soccer, yeah, uh, or you know, football. Sorry for Europeans there, but yeah. <laughs> so it it's fun, you know, when you have uh, kids that play three, four years old, fives, you know, and they play around. So they kick the ball around, and if one of them shoves them down, you know, like oh, you know, sort of like the dad or the coach whistles and okay, keep on playing and don't do that again, right? Yeah. But eventually, when the kids get stronger and they they want to play, you know, they they want to have rules. Yeah. Right? They want to, they want to, they want to have yeah, because a, the injuries, the injuries become more serious. The, the injuries become more serious and the, the impacts are more serious and yes. people are more serious. They want to yes. play, they want to score. They don't, they want to pick up dandelions. Right. That's right. So that we're exactly like that in the stock market in the yes. sense that the major players are there. Yeah. Right. Yep. They're not, they're not, you know, picking up dandelions. No. And, and they want to know that if ever a guy gets, you know, one, two, you know, yellow cards, he's going to get kicked out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, the impacts are more serious, and they want. And they're not going to stay in a field. They're not going to stay in a field that people can just, you know, deck them, you know, hit them behind the head, and then get away with it. Yeah. They're they're going to play some other sport. Yeah, yeah. They're not little kids anymore. Now you're playing with the big boys. And that's exactly where we are. And that's exactly why we need regulation because we're now at the age of, you know, well, look at look at my example is pretty good in the sense that I don't want to say it, but Bitcoin's an adolescent, right? Early okay. teen, early okay. teen. Okay. Ethereum okay. is still is what's 2013. It was created, right? It was put in market in 2015. So it's like a seven year old, right? Yeah, it's young. So we're like in soccer. The seven year olds, you're starting to have you know real games and yeah, having yeah. referees, and that's, that's where true. we are at in in uh, in the crypto market. 
Yeah, and uh, and Ethereum. What's what's really great about the um, it's you know the open source of it is um, it's still decentralized, uh, and it's tokenized assets, which makes it very attractive. So that's the other thing I want to talk about. Another one is why it's the I it is decentralized, but way not as much as Bitcoin. And that's why Bitcoin is is different from the rest, and we'll get more into it another time. Yeah, there. and they're like Bitcoin's like what? It's like gold or long term bonds or something like it's that. Commodity. It's, you yeah. already said it. Yeah. So, yes. so we have our our differences, and uh, we see where it's going. So, do you, you know, in your in your um, foretelling uh, mind <laughs> here, you know, being able to you know foresee, you know, that it, you know that uh, Gary Gensler would have. You know, taking a look at this because you predicted it before, um, you know, the merge. You were staying, you're saying it, and it's on, it's on, uh, it's on recording. It's there on our last show, and it was before. So the thing is, is do you um, believe in the long term? Uh, in your opinion, of course, in your opinion, of course, that Ethereum has an opportunity of you know going back up eventually. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the the merge went well, right? So that was well. the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, if the merge didn't go well, it would have crashed even more, right? Yeah. Um, it did crash a lot, but it's still, you know, and, and as I, I said, held, it still held well. It's still yeah, held yeah, really it's well. Held, and it was yeah. going back up. Yeah, it's, it's, don't forget, it's percentage it's, wise, you know, and whatever, it, yeah. it still held itself pretty well. I really compare it to, um, well, like many others. I mean, I didn't invent that notion, but I really find that it makes total and absolute sense. We're, we're exactly like in the NASDAQ, right? When the NASDAQ crashed 2001. Yeah. And, um, who knows? I mean, back then we all thought that Netscape would win. Oh right? my God. Yeah. So we're all Netscape, we're all on uh, Yahoo, uh, all these other, there, how many search engines were there? There was, Oh like yeah. There was so Netscape, much. Yahoo. There was, uh, there was Dogpile, DuckDuckGo. Ugh, there was, there was 15 times. of them. Like AOL. I don't know. AOL. AOL was really popular. AOL yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. So uh, who knows? I mean, I, I and then Google, I... and then Google, Google just, and they came out of, out of nowhere. nowhere. They came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Came nowhere. out of nowhere. And... Yeah. So to say that, oh, Ethereum is for sure 100% going to be the winner because it's got su such an advantage. You know, that's what we thought with Netscape, right? Very true. Very true. So, and you know do, what? Yeah. yeah. No, no, go ahead. So, yeah, I, obviously, if I think it's 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 not a sure shot. I think it's uh, it's um, not like gambling, but I mean, it's you know putting some percentage-wise uh, chances. I think the chances are higher for um, Ethereum, right? But any any other one can can win. So let's say you you put yourself back in in the past, right? We're in two thousand one right now, and you're th you're saying, okay, well the the internet market crashed and whatnot. I'm going to slowly get back in. What would you do? What would I what would I do? Is I I take a lot of my my. My stack of money, whatever or stacks of money, whatever. Well, yeah, the money you take, I have, yeah, you would, yeah, you would take your put it in portfolio, around. yeah, and you would diversify it properly. Yeah. So let's say there's a thirty percent chance, whatever, that Ethereum wins. Well, you put thirty percent of it in there and there, and and so on and so forth. Yeah. No, diversifying your portfolio is extremely important. I mean, that's something over here that you know we've been talking about since day one. I mean, there's even articles up on our um, on our dot com, you know, on our uh, www.betweenplays.com. I mean, just there alone, diversifying is is key. Um, sometimes you might see your your money grow a little bit slower than you'd like if you were able to take one that you know 
take more into one that actually goes up. But if it goes really down, you're also in a bet. So risk, right? It's all about risk and um, weighing that risk and, you know, and, and, and exactly that, making sure that your portfolio um, assumes all the risk. So, you know what? I think that we should uh, get into that polygon like you wanted to do. We should also talk about the Bitcoin or what you were saying about, um, you know, we were talking about like it, like in war, you know, you know, you know, you're going to carry gold around. Are you going to carry, you know, all your money around? Can you go to the bank that was bombed? So I know where you're going with that one. I think that that'd be a very interesting conversation for the next time. Yeah, I think, yeah, that'd be fantastic. And why Bitcoin, I think, is the best of all those ones. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you know what? On that note, everybody, um, Ethereum merge went well. You know, we're looking at uh, positivity here in the future. And uh, let's just keep an eye on what's going to go for with the SEC on this note. And the fact that it is uh, based in the United States gives the SEC even more power. So on all that, never forget, research, prepare, plan, execute, and stay strong, everybody. To the next show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Between Play Stock Market Strategies. Hit the like and the subscribe button. Head off into our description below if you'd like to know where all of our social media links are and also the podcast, whether it be Apple or Spotify. We will be doing interviews with CEOs, with analysts, and it's not only on the stock market itself, but also on cryptocurrencies and blockchains. We will have guest speakers. We will be doing panels. You will be able to enjoy a lot of different content. Have a great day and always remember, research, prepare, plan, execute. Stay strong.